we can talk about it. We can talk about it. It's a conversation with Nick. Hey, you guys. Good morning. Did y'all miss me? Because I missed y'all so much. And I have some exciting news to share with y'all today. I'm getting married tomorrow. And if you believe that, then I have a river for sale <laughs> in Egypt. No, I'm not getting married. Um, not tomorrow or ever. Just kidding. Maybe one day. But um, the news that I actually have to share is that we are launching our video podcast very, very soon. That is in the works. And that will mean that instead of just being able to hear me, you'll also be able to see me. And that will be a double whammy. Um, now, the video episodes will be available for subscribers only. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast. That can be found on the uh, profile page of this podcast. It's a conversation with Nick. So be looking out for that soon. For those of y'all who have already seen me and follow me on my live stream, then um, no surprise there. You know what I look like. But it is always a joy to see me so you'll just get to do more of that and um if you guys hear this sound this is me going through my clothes in my closet i'm actually sitting in my closet right now i am spinning around in my chair i don't know what you would call this chair but it's like one of those chairs that you it spins around and i have it in my bathroom for when i do my hair so i'm spinning in the closet And when I am done recording this, I will leave the closet. And that will be me coming out of the closet. So, there's that. Um, So, (laughs) did you get that? What I want to talk about today, I was in the kitchen. I'm always in the kitchen. If y'all listen to my episodes, and I'll be like, I was thinking I was in the kitchen. Right, because I'll be in there getting food. I actually have some boiled eggs on the stove right now. I need to not forget about those because I don't like them boiled really hard. I like them soft and gooey and ooey on the inside. How do y'all like y'all's eggs? I'm going to put a Q&A in this episode and I want y'all to answer how you like your eggs because I be wanting to know. Okay? <laughs> I do want to know about y'all. Connect with me. Go to my website www.adornick.com Subscribe to our mailing list. Now, that subscription is free over there. Okay? You subscribe to the mailing list to know what I'm on and what I'm doing. All right. Um, the subscription to this... Subs- the subscription to this subscription. The subscription here on Spotify for this podcast is not free, though. That is definitely a paid subscription. So, I just want to put that out there so nobody is um, surprised. Surprise! When you click on it and it says $2.99, which is nothing to pay a month, by the way. Um, also, today's my best friend's birthday. So if she listened to this, happy birthday to my best friend of over 30 years. I texted her this morning and I was like, oh my God, you're blank years old. And she was like, blank. And she said a different age that she is not. We're just going to act like she is. Whatever reality 
that she uh, has to uh, adapt or whatever reality she's living in. I'm I'm living in it with her because that's my best friend. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. You better, you better work. She's not gonna be doing any of that. Anyway, what I what I wanted to talk about today is mindsets and specifically scarcity mindsets. Now, mindsets. This whole. So I used to have a scarcity mindset, but uh, until recently in the past few years, I wasn't aware of how much I had been trained, I guess, and brought up to have a scarcity mindset by my parents, who I adore. Speaking of adore, you can go to www.adore. No, I'm just kidding, but it just sounded like the perfect time to plug my website but you really can go there adornick.com my parents who i adore um instilled i and i think that if i were to sit down with my parents and try to explain to them how they frame they wouldn't be receptive to it my mom i know for sure because to this day she isn't my dad wouldn't really talk like that so Um, They instilled this scarcity mindset, and I was going to say, I don't think they intentionally did it. It was just a mindset that they grew up with from being dirt poor, you know what I mean? At least for my mom, I know for sure. My dad, he's really like a, he's not, he's not like a real open person. To this day, I don't know a lot about my dad, and I've known him all my life. So he's not like one of those people that talks a lot about himself, his childhood and stuff like that, to me at least. So, but I know for my mom, oh, she'll go on and on. I was telling my daughter yesterday about all the stories we heard about, because my mom is from um, Jamaica and she's from the country and she grew up dirt poor. And we heard all the stories about... Um, you know, they didn't have running water, all that. So I'm talking about third world country back in, let's see how old is my mom. So this would have to be back in, I was going to say the early 1900s, but <laughs> she is not that old. Let me think. In the, in the fifties. Yeah. In the fifties, 1900s. That's funny. Um, in the fifties in poor, you know, um, my grandma who has passed away rest in peace to her had 16 children and not a lot of money in a very poor part of the country of where they lived which I've been to several times I visited I was able to see where they grew up um and I just I couldn't imagine so um and my dad he grew up in Antigua Really, all I know about, which I've I've never been there, and I've been asking him, telling him that I want to go, because I've been so many times to Jamaica, and I've never been to where he's from. But I don't really know much about his upbringing, but I believe it was somewhat similar. Um, I know he was raised by a single parent, his mom, and he uh, he grew up with one sibling, his sister, my aunt. So, um, 
growing up dirt poor, third world country, it was the poverty. Um, fast forward, my parents meet, fall in love, have me and my brother. They didn't actually have us. They obtained us. We're adopted. <laughs> obtained. Um, and then we were raised here in the United States. You know what I mean? I, we were both born in the United States. I was born in the continental United States. And my brother was born in Hawaii. I'm part of Hawaiian, by the way. Both of us are. Right. But you didn't know that. It's another story about that. So we were raised with this scarcity mindset, even though my dad joined the military. Um, I wouldn't say, you know, before we, by the time I knew what was going on, we weren't poor anymore. Now I know my mom used to say um, when they first met, there wasn't a lot of money because, of course, my dad was just a private and they had to work his way up to where he was making, you know, decent money in the army. Um, but I know by the time I knew what was going on, we lived in a, you know, uh, I guess you would say middle class neighborhood. I just know that we were the only black family there on that street. And like there were two streets down. There was another black family to this day. We still keep in contact with them. So that is how I'm trying to describe, you know, we weren't poor. We lived in a, it was, but we were raised with a scarcity mindset. So it took a long time for me to break out of this scarcity mindset up until my 30s. Um, and even having money, like, okay, so my dad retired from the army 20 years and works as a, uh, a contractor now, I believe. Again, he doesn't give much information, so I don't really know what he does, but makes well over six figures. You know what I mean? And I'm saying this to say, my mom, she became an RN. She worked for, I don't know. She 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 got her license late, maybe in her 40s. So she worked for like over 10 years, maybe 10, 15 years. And then she retired. Um, but you know what I mean? Like great money again and getting retirement now. And mom and dad, if you ever listen to this podcast, I love you guys very much, but I'm going to speak my truth they still have a scarcity mindset in my eyes. My mom, for sure. My dad, now he likes to spend money, you know what I'm saying, on certain things, but still. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because I remember for his birthday, um, this was like two years ago. I don't know how, I think he's like 64, so like his 62nd. My dad looks good for 64, though. You see, he'd be like, right, because that's my dad. Uh, period. Um, so I was traveling. I was doing um, travel nursing during COVID. And, you know, I was making all this money. I was blowing money fast. The fuck about none of that. And I ha- asked my dad's wife, which my parents were divorced and he remarried. I was like, well, what's my dad wanting for his birthday? You know, because he usually he's a hard guy to get stuff for or whatever like that so i was trying to ask her and this that year there was something that he really wanted it was a watch and the, the watch was, was expensive okay but um, so i was going over in my head like dang like that watch like but covid and money and i had a lot of it and even then i th- still think i had a little bit of a scarcity mindset because i had the money i was blowing money fast you know what I'm saying? So, and he had the money. 
this man makes well over six figures. But it's like, uh, when I talked to his wife about it, she told me, either she told me or he told me later on that he had been looking at the watch for months. I don't want to say the price of the watch, but he had been looking at it for months. And compared to, you know, it was affordable. It was something that could have been done. But in my head, it was that kind of thing to make such a big purchase. Like, and then for something that you really, really want, it's like, oh, I'm not because that is so much. So anyway, um, I went back and forth. I'm like, you know what? And they had different versions of the watch. You could buy the basic model, the like the medium model, and the, the top model. I was looking online. I was like, well, I could get the cheap version. There was that scarcity mindset again to always get the, you know what I mean? The cheapest, you know, get that equate, that great value um, because it's the cheapest, even if you have the money. But no, for yourself, like, and this is what I do now. I'm buying the the top model for myself. I'm not buying equate lotion. I'm buying, what's an expensive lotion? St. Ives. (laughs) But you get what I'm saying. Like, I'm going to Bath and Body Works if I want to. And I'm getting that tube for $16.50. My mom never took me to Bath and Body Works growing up. If For her, like, if I were to show her one of my Bath and Body Works lotion and it says $16.95 on it, that would be the first thing she looks at, by the way, is the price. Every time for anything, it's always looking at the price first. I'm not looking at it. I'm looking at, do I want it? Is it good quality? It's for me. I, I need quality. Because I like to treat myself and I deserve the best. So that's that thing. You know what I mean? And my dad, he deserves the best too. Even if you don't think you do yourself or that you can't afford it. Maybe some, sometimes you can't afford it, okay? Don't be just going out all willy-nilly doing shit and then you homeless. But y'all get what I'm saying, okay? <laughs> Let's be smart about it. Um, so I bought the watch. I bought the watch. Well, I remember when I purchased it, I was like, whew, whew, I had to take a deep breath. You know what I mean? But <clears throat> let me tell you what happened. So I had the watch sent to their house. They live in Michigan. I was in, I don't know where I was at at the time. I was all over the United States during COVID, um, working somewhere. Might have been in South Carolina. And uh, I had his wife wrap it and put to dad from me. Um, and then I FaceTimed her on the morning of her birthday, his birthday, not her birthday, his and her birthday. Um, and I had her, you know, take him the watch and watch him open it. And you guys, so my dad, again, he's, he's not, you know, he's very, he doesn't show emotion a lot. He's very, he was a very strict parent growing up. And it was kind of that that kind of thing, you know. I've only seen my dad cry once when I was 11. So my dad got the watch and he opened it. And when he saw what it was, he cried. And that was enough. If I had to buy a thousand of those watches or if it cost 50 times as much. You know what I mean? That was enough for me. Um, And I'll never forget, it, it was that feeling, you know what I mean? For something 
it was just a small gesture compared to, you know, whatever. Fuck the money. My dad, you know what I mean? The emotion, the type of how you can make somebody feel and someone that you love. That was enough for me. And I still think about it. I I want my parents and part of the reason why I do what I do, I do it because I fucking can. I can do whatever the fuck I want. But for the people I love, man, my parents, my parents are getting older. And I want to be able to buy them things. My mom, she doesn't like, oh, I'm telling y'all, they, she doesn't buy herself nice stuff. And when I was growing up, I wasn't taught as a, as a girl to, you know, get myself nice things or anything like that. And it's something that I teach my daughter now. She's spoiled as fuck. She's spoiled as fuck. And I don't care. <laughs> and I teach her to treat herself well. And not saying that my mom didn't want me to feel that way. It's just, she grew up different. So, you know, but me, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not, I'm changing that for myself and my daughter. Um, but I do want to be able to, you know, when I was traveling, I was, you know, I had the money. So I was buying my mom purses and perfume, taking her out to nice dinners and places that she don't usually go. And my parents are getting older. I want to be able to do that all the time for them. I do. And when I first changed my mindset, um, me and my mom, we talk a lot because we live in like the same city and she helps me raise my daughter. So we're a lot closer. So we have more conversations than um, me and my dad. So money comes up sometimes like, okay, say I go get my hair braided. Or if I braid my hair myself, she's like, oh, good. You saved money. I'm like, that wasn't the point. Um, it's like, that's the first thing I heard, like saving money, saving money, saving money. I didn't want to fucking save money. I did my hair myself because I can't find a good stylist because all of them have this 15 page booking um, requirement on their site. And I'm not doing that. Like, this is why I'm doing my hair myself, because stylists are fucking rude and I can't find one that I like. Not because I want to save money. It's be I would rather pay here. Take all my fucking money pamper me, do my hair, send me out of the salon as the bad bitch that I am. You know what I mean? So it's like, I want, <laughs> I, we used to, and we still do clash when it comes to money because anytime she would say something like that, I'd be like, no, like one time she was like, oh, well, you got to save money or something. And I said, mom, money is plentiful. Like, I have an abundance mindset. And I remember I used to get angry because I'm like, why does she keep saying that? Why does she keep thinking that? Now, I don't even get angry. I just ignore it. Or, you know, because I, I see where she's at. I'm not trying to change her point of view anymore. <laughs> Look, hey, I'm going to do me and you do you. And I'm going to keep buying you these purses and taking you out to dinner and all that shit. And you can keep thinking how you think while I keep buying you this shit, woman. Okay. I'm not mad anymore about it. Um, I just want to be able to treat my parents well while they're still here. Um, I find joy in doing that. So um, I don't think I'll change my mom's point of view. I don't think I'll change my dad's point of view. But what I can do is raise my daughter. I raise her to believe in the abundance of everything, money, happiness. She can have it all. You can have it all. Um, and I hope that you, if you don't already think like this, that you start to find a way to start believing it. You can just start by saying it. 
Um, honestly, like right now, repeat after me. Money is plentiful. Repeat after me. I will go to adornit.com and buy 15 sweatshirts. Repeat after me. No, I'm kidding. But really, money is plentiful. Say it. Speak it out. And the more you do that, the more you'll believe it, the more your world will start to change. I know that sounds crazy. Like, your world will start to change. But I be telling my daughter this all the time. You have to say these things. As you say it, words are powerful. It's energy. As you say it, the universe will move to that to make it happen. Okay? We making it happen, Captain. Yo, this is a conversation with Nick. We could talk about it. And we did. I'm about to come out the closet. We can talk about it. Perfect. We can talk about it. It's a conversation with Nick.